What's his name? Okay. What? Barry, you're opening, Julia. But that's a good... He's, he's like... People are drooling over that. Well, that's who I'm picking. So I like, maybe that's don't... That like, mine's Matthew McConaughey. Oh, so okay. cute. Okay. All right, all right, oh my, all right. Oh, I love him. Ooh. Oh, he's so He's cute. so... And then have you listened to his book? Uh, you know what? Matthew McConaughey would not coach people like that. He, he would not. No. He would never. Have you listened to his autobiography? No. no. Oh, Hands down, I've listened to it two times. It is the most motivational, uplifting autobiography that I've ever... uh, He's good vibes, And the thing is, I didn't want to read it because it was Matthew McConaughey reading the whole Mm -hmm. thing. Did it make it better? Oh, I feel like it'd make it better. He is just such a glass half full. Life happens for you. That's what the thing is. Like, I would would love... You know who's actually... I'm going to tell you who did not... um, I, she pushed me, but she did not push me to the point where I broke down was Judy. Mm. I look at my experience with Judy from a clinician standpoint and Judy pushed me, but did not break me. Yeah. And she didn't call me names. She would never. She's not a name caller. Yeah. But like, well, that's not true. She will to the kids be like, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> not like bad names. Not like, oh, you idiot or something. But like. If they do the same thing over and over and over, she'll be like, I- I'm trying to think of what she would say. I- a bird brain. Yeah. Something like, like that. Like, Come on, ding dong. Like, okay. Something like that. Ding dong. <laughs> my mom. Yeah. My parents were like, you dumb little bitch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, like, I- or I would say something like that to the kids. Like if I'm helping kids, something, I'm like, dong. okay, yeah, come on. Like, it's like I- the lights are on and nobody's home. Get it together. I've been called. Yeah. Like my parents are like ding dong or. Oh, I've. Sure you can. Well, there's no. That's that's like a little warm up there. Yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> um, welcome to the Three Stride Podcast. I'm Laura Fernandez. By joined by Julia Hansen and Molly. <laughs> what the? <laughs> what just Is that metal, Julia? What? Did you? Don't we me? have a custom song for that? JC, we have. JC we have wants to revamp it. <laughs> it was just custom sounders for each of them. What? Oh, what's mine? Come on, hit me with a hit me with a okay, song. Hold on, screams Molly. JC, let me do it, and then you can play around. Because <laughs> Andrew is in New York City still with his lady. I don't know if actually that's true, but we're you thinking. No, do it again. Just start over. But are you going to do the noises? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Ready? Okay. Howdy, and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up! Welcome to the Three Stride Podcast. I'm Laura Fernandez, joined by Julia Hansen. Rock on, baby. And Molly Heroy. Wow. <laughs> <I'm> like... <laughs> It's like Ryan's alarm in the morning when he's trying to wake up to go work out. Honestly, that would be not the one I would have picked for Molly. No. Oh, hey. You know what song came on when I was driving myself to the gym on a Saturday morning at 6.30 because my kids have basketball? Was um, Eminem's Lose Yourself in the Morning. And I was like, yeah, let's go. It was like, you only get one shot. I'm like, I only got one shot to do bar class. Oh, um, so I saw uh, Green Day when I was in New York and I sent the clip to one of the 12 year olds that we ride with. And I was like, can you name uh, this band? 
band and she was never heard of this song nor it was like time of your life wait what she's like never heard the song and i go please ask your parents and she's like what yeah green day was (gasps) one of the biggest yeah, yeah, twelve like, year old. I was though, like, twelve year old. Oh, didn't know. can I, I? I think I asked my mom if I could go to a Green Day concert. It was in Vegas, and she was like, "You're ten, no." I was like, <laughs> well, "What do you mean?" Back was, in the day, you used to be able to go to all those concerts at the Joint. The Joint, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh no, they were, were so like good. The they mosh pit. honestly, <laughs> I was honestly I, more scared than anything. <laughs> well, I was surprised. I made um, a post, and I was like, oh, "I wish I brought my Jenko jeans and my uh, Docs." And Julia knew what Jenko jeans yep. were. I was very impressed with that. I know what they are. I did not own those. You no. did not. Oh, not I was a skater I... girl through and through. I loved dating the skater boys back in the day. I could see you like very Avril Lavigne style. I, skater I, boy. Yeah, I loved it. And then so when I met JC. Baggy jeans with yep. a too small t-shirt. Oh, it was. I used to wear a little <laughs> um, crop top with a little spaghetti strap tank top over With a top studded belt. No, oh, I just did literally yeah. low rise Jenko jeans. It was a brief experience doing that. And then I went back to American Eagle and Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> mm, that was my okay. staple. But Your I remember edgy meeting. Yeah, Do, did you ever wear like two polo shirts layered over each other? No. Oh, I did that. I was not preppy. Well, the Abercrombie, I was like in hoodies and low rise jeans. Yeah. That oh was my. I loved an East Abercrombie. Coast Abercrombie. An Abercrombie polo. Mm. Oh, the best. Oh, it was it was very oh, nice. Oh, oh. And you know what? You could ride in them. You could oh, my God. I always I ride, ride in them. Ride them. Always yeah. ride oh, them. I love them. So when I met JC, he had earrings and highlights. This was back in 2003. <laughs> Guy so, lights. Yeah. So it took me back to my that's skater hot. girl days. I was like, oh, this boy is a skater boy. Is that boy. skater girl boy no, or is this boy band? Yeah. It's that's more like band. Justin Timberlake. It was boy band meets uh, California surfer. Yes. <laughs> From a guy from the East Coast. Living on the West Coast, but moving to the East Coast. Remember remember the show America's Most Wanted with John Walsh? Yes. yes. He was a, a guest at our radio station in D.C. And he, he sees me and he's like, man, how often do you get to the West Coast and, and surf? And I'm like, ah, <laughs> I, I, all the time. I just dress like one. He goes, oh, wow, you look like a surfer. I'm like, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I was, did you have a puka shell necklace? I did. When they were cool. Yes. Ryan when they were also cool, had yeah. a puka shell necklace and guy lights. No, I was convinced my husband on our wedding day didn't even think of how it would age would be wearing a puka shell necklace with two little hoop earrings and would have highlights that was jc on our wedding day i literally was like that's it i didn't think what year was that 2007 see like i was like oh that's it on our wedding day he took out his earrings but they were the permanent ones (laughs) and he couldn't get them off or like he got one off and then the other one on and it was like this total drama of him getting them off got that I took the left one off first and I couldn't oh. get the right one off. Mm. That was a signal. That was a yes, signal. That was a signal back in the day. If you yeah. were a right earring only, that was a sign. Yes. But yeah. I got him out. You got him out. Crisis averted. Mm. Uh, Julia has an opening that she would like to do a little question for us. Yeah. So what's your question? Do you guys have a weird <laughs> celebrity crush almost that is kind of doesn't make any sense. You can't explain it. Maybe you wouldn't tell anyone about, but for some reason, there's just something there. Yeah, I feel like for me, it's Post Malone because you look at him and you're like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Even, yeah. even before he was skinny, but there's something so endearing and yeah, sweet about him. him. You just, I'd be like, okay, I date you. Okay. Um, I don't think I understand the assignment. <laughs> so I'm saying Barry Keegan from what was it? What's it called? Saltburn. Saltburn. Tell you that movie, it really messed with my head. Strange, it's so strange. But I have the biggest crush on him. Again, Dennis, um, understand the assignment. 
Yeah, he's uh, think of he's else. a big hottie right now. Um, <laughs> That's so, like me being like, oh yeah, I'd really get with Chris Helmsworth. So then okay. I'm gonna say mine uh, <laughs> to really bring it home. <laughs> Because you guys... Yeah. Oh, I have another one. I okay. think we're past the point of no return on him now. But like back in the day, even when he was obviously very age inappropriate for me, like Jack Nicholson really had oh. it. Oh. Even when he kind of yeah. got like fat man gross, I was still like, mm, he could yeah. get it. You, I'm pretty sure my mom hooked up with you him. You know, okay, okay, right. okay, okay. I got another one. I got another okay, one. Okay, Jared Leto. Okay. Yeah, that's not sad. Do you know that makes sense? Yeah, I would get with Jared Leto in the open. I'd yeah, say I'd no tell everyone. Problem. Okay. You got to think. Okay. Deep Can I just ask for something? To, someone to expand on something? You said your mom hooked up with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could text her, <laughs> Daddy Jack. Actually, my uncle ran into Jack Nicholson in Deer Valley, and he was like, "Hey, Jack, I'm a big fan. You know, uh, you know my cousin Tracy." And he was like, "Tracy." <laughs> She's so embarrassing. <laughs> See, Molly drops these bombs. I hear them when I edit the episode. I'm like, "Wait, what? Is, what did you just yeah. say?" Yeah, Laura's like, oh, I'm a big Jamie Lee Curtis fan. I was like, oh, I was a flower girl at his dad's wedding. Yeah. Her dad's wedding. Yeah. Tony Curtis? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you know Tony Curtis? He's a horse guy. Yeah. Well, here. Jill, his wife, yeah. was oh. big. Didn't they big start into... Shiloh? Yeah. Horse rescue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. But my dad and Tony were best of friends for years. Like, Tony lived with us while his house was being built in Anthem. Okay. Okay, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, back to my disgusting, weird crushes. <laughs> Uh, first one is Joe from Impractical Jokers. Julia's got a thing for the funny. I, it, yeah. Mine is, it's a, it's a, a theme. funny thing. And my second one is a, he actually just got added to the list the other night. I told Mike that I have a new one. Larry David, curb your enthusiasm. Yep. I love him. He's, he's so, so funny. Fu- he's so funny. If uh, it's Curb Your Enthusiasm, if you've not watched it, he is the oh um, he is the man behind Seinfeld. Yes. Again, probably Seinfeld did not age well. Just probably like that Katie uh, Prudhon clinic. Yeah, probably not. No, no. Julia. So the this morning, Molly, we were or it was like the other day. I don't know the other day. Um, we have a porter potty, so that's at our barn. We use porter potties. We don't have an actual restroom, which I'm fine with. I'm yeah, I, don't, very, I really don't care. I'm f- I'm fine with that. So Julia was in the bathroom. Yeah. So I'm using the porta potty, and I had just said hi to Laura and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the porta potty." In the porta potty, minding my own business, door is locked. Obviously, someone's in there. I hear someone walk up, and then I, there's a big old aggressive tug at the door. So I'm like, Laura. So then I didn't say anything because I'm like, okay, I'll wait. And then someone knocks, like, boop, 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 boop. and I'm like. Yes. Are you, okay, so you're in there. I'm in there. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> Thinking like, oh, it's Laura. And I'm honestly glad I just said yes. <laughs> and then I hear a voice say, oh, sorry. It's not Laura. And then I'm like, who, who is that? <laughs> that I just was like, yes. So then I'm like, okay, well, that's So she continues awkward. on with her So I'm IBS. like, okay, yeah, like whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, everyone's gone. I walk out. She's standing right the there. Line. But there's a the, she's standing right there. The, take a lap. The, yeah, 100%. The, you, you the do. Courtesy, like, take a lap. Yes. yes. Take Any, a lap. You never stand in oh front of gosh. a porter potty. Oh, and you Even know someone's bar, in there. bathroom. Like if I I actually tried the handle this morning and it was locked and I'm like, "All right, I'm going to go do something else. Yes, I'll come back. I'll circle wait. back." Yeah, circle back. Oh my god, I watch you come out the door. No. no, but the thing is, so it's different though, because at a restaurant, I'll wait. Yes, that's I'll, wait. I'll allow that. That's I'll wait. Fine. Uh, but, Mom, did you date Jack Nicholson? Yes, why? <laughs> 
She's the worst. She's the worst. She's like, what about it? What? She's like, what? Why? Yes. Why? Like, no, nothing. Yes. What Jack Nicholson as... Um, what era? Batman, Jack Nicholson. What uh, era of Jack Nicholson? The Shining. Oh, Tracy, better be quick. What year? Let's see if she's quick. We'll circle back to this, just like we would at the porta potty. Exactly. You're you not got sitting there waiting. Okay, so we have Molly. You you all don't have groom service, correct? No groom service. No groom service at the Martin. Have you ever all like thought about that? Adding? Not me. I can barely pay for it the way it is. <laughs> I'm not adding. Shit. I'm trying to take some shit away. <laughs> She's like, I'm subtracting, not adding. Okay. So at our barn, we have groom service. Mm-hmm. And this is a part for the boarders as well as the riding school students. Did she write back? She's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> she okay. ashamed of what era it was? No, it okay. had to be like, it had to like be. Like prime, right? It had to be like during her playmate years. Like, okay. Yeah, it's prime Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Prime Tracy, prime Jack yeah. Nicholson. Carry on. So what we did, Molly, have you heard about our changes at our barn? So I use groom service. Julia uses groom service. The reason I I love tacking up my horse, I love grooming, but the reason for me is a time standpoint. I need multiple horses. I need, well, it's that, but I, it's a time standpoint during the week. It's like, a I need to ride. I need to just get out there and then go back to work. So, but our riding school we provide groom service that from a, that just makes the trainer's lives easier. Yeah, it does. But they also doesn't teach them. No one knows how to tack up. No one. Well, there was, I think, I don't know if this was the last straw, but someone didn't tighten their girth. A brand new riding student didn't uh, tighten her girth, got on the horse, the whole saddle flipped over. The horse ran out into the cross country. Everything was fine. The person was fine. She also was trying to get on with her coffee in her hand. I was like, (laughs) not. I do that on the weekend sometimes. But you know how to get on and have a tight girth. (laughs) Yes. Also true. Yeah. No. (laughs) You're not like a newly, new to riding. Like, yeah, let me put this hot coffee. (laughs) So, we are going to be having changes. I'm actually going to read. So Missy is one of our trainers. Um, as of, um, oh, here, was it like heading into the new year? We're always looking to make things more efficient and how we can improve as a training facility. A couple changes that we will be putting into place starting February 1st. First thing applies to all of our more beginner clients regarding grooming and tacking. Learning the proper care and how to check that. I hope Missy doesn't mind that I'm reading this whole email. That was in. Yeah. But whatever. I think she approved this. Learning the proper care and how to check that our horses are in good health should be our number one thing that we work on starting out. The nature of our world has pushed us to just rush through things and have immediate gratification. It's like pony rides. No, it's 100% true. What I think the thing that people need to do and what my mom used to always make me do, which I absolutely hated, but now I look back at it. Their first lesson was like, we're going to spend 45 minutes with you teaching how to tack up and then you'll get to do like a little intro ride for yeah. 15 minutes. So that's what we're doing. So we are not only... But that's hard. It's labor intensive. But for those that are you know just starting out, we you will have to complete one 45 minute lesson in grooming and tacking. And then the following lessons will consist of coming early to begin this process and then they can help support. So it's going to be the full start to Who's finish. Who's going to teach that though? Um, our uh, assistant trainer, Ryan. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. it's given um, her some more um, opportunity to teach people. But I do. You you have to. We've always said this. I think when we first started the podcast, I do feel like you need to know full basics. Yes. I think you know need to know 
I mean, what the horse, um, how to tack, how to groom, parts of the horse, like basic things before you get on a horse. Yes. And I've seen, I mean, literally more times than I can count people in the riding school getting on with the halter over the bridle. Yeah, because the horses are tacked. And so they just there. uncross tie them and, then leave and them get on. Yeah. And it's like, oh, uh, no, no, wait. And that's where my also my biggest pet peeve is when people take their horse out of the cross ties and leave their halter hanging up. Oh, I can't handle that. Still. And then, oh, my gosh. Yesterday, um, I saw someone they had um, their water. Uh, their water bottle. So it was like one of the canister like Stanley's. And so they must have had it in the main arena. And so they're walking out with the horse with their, again, just Stanley cup. And so they aren't off the horse, but they realize that they really can't get off the horse with the Stanley <laughs> cup in their hand. So then they I didn't see- want to double back. No, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> so, so then I see her try to, and this is a really tall horse, try to bend down to put the Stanley on a tack trunk. And I'm like, this is not going to end well. <laughs> and I go, do you need some help? And she goes, no, I'm just going to drop it. Drops it. <laughs> that loud ass noise. Yes. That's brave. The horse like steps aside. She's I go, like, no, I'm good. I go, that's not the right move. I that's- used to have a horse that we couldn't figure out why it was bucking me off. <laughs> and my mom would freeze water bottles for me so that they'd yeah. stay cold uh-huh. out there for a long time. <laughs> and we finally figured out that it was the ice in the cup. And thank God, because I was getting murdered. <laughs> what? Every time you Every have time I take a drink and she would just, we're like, what is spooking her? What is she bolting at? And she would bolt and buck and just literally try to kill me. And Molly's then we're just like, trying to get some water. It's the ice. And I was like 11. I'm like, mom. She's like, oh, I think I got it. It's, and I'm like, thank- she's like, it only took 20 times for you to get Seriously, bucked it, off. It literally was four or five times. I'm not kidding. No. When that happened, I'm watching it. I'm like, this girl just drops a Stanley. I would have been in the next state. I was just, I was like, no. It's like, cause I'm across the way. I'm like, do you need help? And she goes, no. no. She goes, no, I'm good. I was like, what just happened? I kick one over in yoga and I'm like so embarrassed, let alone drop it off the side of a horse. Heavy too. It is onto a tack trunk. It's like I'm assuming not her tack trunk. She was just like, she's like, let me dent this mofo. Oh my gosh. So uh, a gal um, was walking up from, we have uh, two barns. So we were at the lower barn and it was walking up to the upper one. And she was walking with a horse and just the saddle was on. So there was no girth and just the saddle. And for me, that's no girth whatsoever. No. And I said, hey, you can't do that. Like, Call the police. I was like, you can't do that. It could fall. It could the horse. And I was like, why? You just you can't. Eye contact continues walking. I'm like, gosh, is she on the horse? No. Oh, I no. thought she was on it. She just was, wa- but still. But yeah, like, this what, is like, not, this is saddle. not your horse, not the saddle. Not like, your, she's like, not my saddle. I don't give a yeah. She's like, not my horse, not my saddle, not my problem. <laughs> but so that was our whole But big- that's why Pony Club is great. Yeah, I agree. Pony club, but then also IEA. I think IEA is great. I don't too. know as much mm. about how IEA does it, mm. but pony club makes you know all like, oh, maybe IEA. Always, no, not no. IEA. I'm sorry. IEA, you don't have They're to tack already up. tacked up. They're already tacked yeah. up. So I pony was, club pony is amazing. Yes. People I, we, we have pony club, but no, it's great. We no, we have. Yeah. Did we we have you pony, have pony club? club. We have, pony. I was yeah. like, yes. thank you, Molly, for I was like, do we have no, we have pony club barn manager. Hey, I started a a group message with Missy and Annette and I named it barn management, <laughs> blue ribbon, barn management <laughs> text. I like it. Yeah. 
BR, BM. And then it's actually, I feel like taking off. I feel like my job is really starting. <laughs> My, un, my unpaid job. I sent out an email because a lot of people have been talking about our mice problem. Oh my, don't even get me started on you that. You have three cats. Quit feeding them. We need to lock them in the pack room. You need to lock them out of their food. Nope. Yeah. And that, none of that's going to happen because they're my pets. They go. <laughs> so Molly, best Molly, this is the best part. They literally go back into their kitty condo to <laughs> use the litter box and then they go out. <laughs> They're the best. They're like, this is our only place to use the bathroom. They're like, Laura, where's our treat? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I may have this like story of my life. I I may have been went a little too hot on someone that had. text me so i have been my mom's like i don't want to talk about it then proceeds like text me like 40 stories <laughs> she's like oh jack oh, jack jack, jack. Mm. i uh, love you mom i oh tracy um we love you you share our posts every single i don't know uh, if week. you still listen but if you do i think she does my mom she doesn't does, even listen oh so. my mom does okay so i have been casually i'm talking casually horse shopping for third horse and when i say casual it's like if if something sparks yes if something you come across the yeah yeah love match so we actually had um one gal that uh, listened to the podcast actually met her through the podcast she was like hey i listened i found this horse you always mention like it needs to be uphill good for a petite body good mind like yada 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 and she listed off all the things that i mentioned that i wanted she's like hey i think i have a great horse for you so she sends me the horse cool i'm just i'm i'm not there yet then i get a text from someone else that was like hey found this horse for you um it's you know a clone of garçon and is right now doing the 90s with uh, a you know a timid amateur i was like okay i hadn't really walked you through all what i'm looking for personally like what type of riding uh, rider i am like there's not a whole lot of background so i was sometimes i get a little too eat because I have the mindset of someone in sales. So my whole career since after fruit I gr- stand. It is fruit <laughs> stand. truly it's all truly. sales, yeah. It's all it's, sales. It's all sales. And for me, sales 101 starts with I mean, I, I there's training, everything that I've gone through. But the first big thing is not only do you have to be great relationships with your clients and like build that rapport, but also understand what the client needs. Mm-hmm. I would never go into a meeting and say, hey, I have this great ad product, like <laughs> here, you need to buy this without understanding what I call as their KPIs or key performance yeah. indicators, like what they're trying to accomplish, how they're measuring it. So in my mind, with horses, they should be doing the same thing. Like, hey, Laura, I heard you're looking for a third XYZ. horse. Third horse. Yeah. What are you looking for? What are your like, what are your must-haves? What would you work with? But I don't think that's our world. So I can't... It's not because a lot of the time the trainer, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong. Sometimes it's right. Sometimes maybe it's not. The trainer is deciding those things. I was talking to Judy about horse shopping and she's like, oh, one of the, and he's a very prominent, very well-respected. I personally respect him a lot. Well-known equitation trainers was, I don't allow the equitation kids to even go with me to Europe because 
I know what they need. Okay, let's talk about me as a 41-year-old woman that's that is doing this for fun, pleasure. I, right, I think that's a little different. I do know. But I'm just saying, in the sports, a lot of people kind of have that mentality. They're like, I know what they need more than they would know what they yeah, need. Yeah, and so, but, so I had said my list of things that I wanted. And the broker was like, okay, you know, cool. You know, this horse will probably move pretty quickly if I find a horse during this time. Again, casually looking like... I, I'm really right now full in on my career. I like the two horses. I like the ease of everything. But I wanted to send Missy a note saying, hey, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Or like I sent this to Missy and I'm like, if we're on the same page of what I'm looking for is in line with what you are looking for as well for me. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So my list was... Uh, And I'll just read you my list and my explanation and description of who I am and then how Missy rephrased it for a broker. Hmm. So I said, good brain, kind, can take a joke, body type that would fit uh, 61, 63, body type that would fit a petite, petite petite 5'2 gal, uphill to the jump, comfortable, flat, nice rhythmical canter, own motor, but not too hot, has experience um, in the 30s and wants to go down 10 to 13 years old. And I would describe myself as a rider who doesn't, who who can flat a horse well, has a good eye, but doesn't totally trust herself all the time. So does need a confident horse to in turn give her some more confidence jumping. That was, that was my wish list. And so then poor Missy, I'm just reading her emails on blast constantly. (laughs) She wrote me back. She's like, I think you broke your items down very concise and definitely accurate for what we are looking for. Most of the time, if I'm reaching out to another trainer or broker, I'm not as quite as detailed. Some of the items you list for me are implied, like good brain, like duh. You know, although it's something after my first reach out, if we were talking about a specific horse, I wouldn't dive into asking that. You know, I asked blah, blah, blah. She goes, I typically start with asking for 61, 16, She's like, doesn't want to be. Why 16, one? Why not 16 hands. She says for for me, she's like, I don't want anything smaller because they just, yeah, yeah just but that mostly. That doesn't correlate. Look at yeah. Peyton's little tiny Grand Prix horse has the biggest stride I have ever seen. And he, you look at him in the cross size sometimes, especially like he was in the cross size in front of her big horse the other day. And I'm yeah. like, he looks like a pony. And that's the <laughs> most athletic son of a gun I've ever seen. Okay. So I'm, I'm open. Like I just, I think six, but it has, to, it has to fit your body. Yes. But I digress. Like, yeah. Yes. Um, horse with a good motor, but not too much. I have a rider with a great eye who wants to move into the tent and wants a solid citizen mm-hmm. who can take her there. Yeah. Likes an uphill ride. Yeah. yeah. So that was how she rephrased it. Yeah. Um, to me, she just needs to keep things in the ballpark because she's like, if you get too detailed. Too nitpicky, people will be like, yes. Ugh. Same thing with even listing a horse. It's great yes. to like, kind of be honest, but you don't want to yeah. scare them away. Right. Because sometimes you just need to sit on them and see and they might love it. But yeah. I, I do think, though... There's a lot of brokers out there. There's a lot of people that are selling horses. Mm-hmm. I do think that while the rider or while the broker may think they know the rider or the type of horse that they want, I think still, if you're going to sell a horse, maybe just still reconfirm what you think or what they're looking for. That's just my point of view of, hey, sales 101, understand what the client wants. And if you have that, then obviously show that recommendation. I do think the only thing with horses where it's kind of look at is there is 
Okay. So when you're doing ads, it's like all very, you can quantify XYZ numbers, audience, reaches, targets, clicks, whatever. Data. With a horse, one that like, I think doesn't have too much motor. Someone else might think, oh, that one's really subjective. Yeah, It's so subjective. That's the hard part with horses. Well, and I will say everything in going through with Pico, I put his ad out. This is what he is. Solid citizen. This is his height. This is age. This is what he's done. This is what he would love to do. He's looking to step down. Yeah. I had trainers sending me messages and I'd send a show video of him with me in like Big Eck and then a show video of him or with your dad. With my a video of him at home with my dad and like then someone doing two six. That's right, like three different levels. Like okay, and, these are the three jobs he can do. Yeah. And people would see the videos immediately and be like, oh, this is perfect. Or eh, no, uh, this isn't Still what the day my... you have to sit on them. Yeah. And what's interesting, though, is where he's leased out to right now. They literally sent him over and off a of video. Yeah. They didn't even sit on him. But they also had um, another trainer who had the, had him for a couple months, knew the horse and said, this is the horse, like you need him. But I mean, it, I, I had trainers that would watch the video right away and be like, oh no, like this is, this is going to scare my rider or, oh, this is perfect, but he's too big. That was the thing of the trainers were the ones again for what Pico was and what their client was yeah. looking for and the level they were the ones making the And I do decision. think that's appropriate more for that for level. a child yes. and for that level. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I said to... And even a junior, even a junior that really wants, especially in the equitation, sometimes the kids don't have a full grasp on... It has to have non-negotiably XYZ buttons. It has to. Where they might ride one, they're like, oh my gosh, I love it. This and I want to buy it. Okay. But if your goal is this, it will, will not work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's well, where that top trainers, you don't get to pick. When I, when I initially went horse shopping for my first big egg horse, like big show horse, I look back and I'm like, I had absolutely no idea what I was looking for and what was actually going to be the winner. And I always look back and think I should have got the other horse. I really should have. And yes, the horse I got checked all the boxes, but I mean, the struggles I had because I fell in love with that horse versus and you ride him you're like, "Oh, I love the guidance I, love I could yeah. have used more so for the yeah. winner and the easier horse, I would have been a lot more successful. And I tend to fall in love with one that's difficult too. And Judy's like, yeah. you have no idea what it would be like to just have the really easy yes, one. Yes, that's how I am I'm too. like, well, I can't afford the really easy one anyways. But it's, it's the true. challenge and the quirky. I'm like, oh, she's so fun and she has so much personality. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pay the piper on that one. <laughs> I, But I do think as it's a difference between uh, a, a difference junior rider. Yes. Like for me and... I know with Missy and Annette, they know that I'm going to be fully well, apart. I was going to say you are fully involved in everything. You're not just going to show up, sit on some horses and then be like, oh, no. you guys, what do you guys think? It's very much a collaborative yeah. effort. And mm-hmm. anything that you're even going to be sitting on or looking at will be fully vetted by you as well. And yeah. you could see a video and be like, no, I don't like this. No. And but I also really do appreciate the art of a sale. 
I mm. love good salespeople. And that's where I need to also be a little bit more forgiving. And well, because hey, this industry is not yeah. traditional. Yeah. And so you that's don't where... really want the best salesperson when no. it comes to buying horses. Uh-uh. No, like I, I think I just want maybe good customers. You know, like it's well, just taking, yeah, like just not taking a step back shoving a under- horse down your throat. Like understanding again what my needs are. Yeah. And like what I want to accomplish. And because, but yeah, I right now though, guys, like I, I, I just don't even know. I, I have this. I you go back and forth with the third horse, and I will tell you when I had three, it was a really big time commitment. And right now, where I'm at with my career, it's nice having two horses that I know yep. that I that I know. Also, taking things a step back, I don't want to. I want this part of my life for a moment. Not saying I don't want to be challenged because I do want to get challenged, but a little easier right now. I, yeah, I, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not like just, you're on a time crunch. I would like, like my life to be a lot easier all the time <laughs> for all parts. <laughs> okay. But also the timing yeah. too with when you're ready for the third horse could be when maybe down the road. I mean, I see it's hard like to you're say, always yeah. going to have a big yeah. job, you know? Yeah. Like no, for me, it's different that, because I'm okay. Like when my kids are a little older, I can't, my life is, is rapidly changing. Yeah. Your life is pretty set. Cause you're always going to be very career focused. Yeah. And that's where it's just more of, I think right now my travel is ramping up a lot. Yeah. Um, well now would not be the ideal time to bring on a third horse. No, like, it's just, just it's, wouldn't. it's yeah, time, but, but I, <laughs> JC's like, hell yeah, more money for me. <laughs> on that uh, note. Yeah, on that note. Thank you. Um, okay, well, I'm glad that we, um, hopefully we didn't rip apart any riding school students too much today. They probably don't even listen. No, no. need to know. And Get yeah, I was going to say, I, tell anyone Check that. your Check your girth. Don't drop your, don't drop your 50 pounds. <laughs> don't drop that. Don't, don't, um, somebody's and also, trunk. And also, if anyone, is, damaged. if anyone is listening, please always hang up your halter from the cross tie and check your girth before you get on. Go to Pony Club, you losers. <laughs> okay. You oh, you can't call people names anymore. Sorry, <laughs> you little winners in the making. Okay, bird JC's, brain. JC is <laughs> you little bird brain. <laughs> JC has found um, the sound effects. Okay, uh, you can catch new episodes every Tuesday and follow us on all social channels at the Three Stride Podcast.